Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, Cheeseheads. Welcome to the Christmas episode of the Cheese Room Podcast, Boxing Day Special. And what a game we've got to review. All is good in the new Conte revolution. Unbeaten run continues. And uh, yeah, what a great time to be a Spurs fan. Feels a lot different than it did a couple of months back, it must be said. I'm enjoying podcasting again. Sadly, COVID has struck the cheese room um, and there's only two of us tonight, me and Mr. Paul Muir, and he's recovering from a bout of it himself. How are you feeling, Mr. Muir? I'm feeling not too bad. Last seven or ten days has been pretty rough. But uh, yeah, uh, been uh, isolating. And then uh, I, uh, I returned a negative test this morning, which was lovely. So straight on the Victoria line. And uh, <laughs> thought I'd get all the germs back into my system. And uh, straight to White Hart Lane. And uh, no, it was good. It was two things. It was good to get out of the house. And yeah, uh, yeah it, was good. it was good to go to the game of football. Because I missed, I missed obviously, some crackers the last couple of games. Yeah, I never get to go to the Boxing Day game because um, I'm up in Suffolk at my parents. Um, but it looked a, bit, a little bit empty today, didn't it? And I don't know whether that's a, yeah. a mix of... The fact that, I mean, Christ, last night on Twitter, it's just all these people going, the game's cancelled. I'd, I'd given my ticket to a mate and he was like, oh, what's going on with the ticket? Because, you know, Ooh. can I keep it for the, the next game? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, what's going on? And it just seems like these journalists on Twitter have just jumped the gun. Somebody said it. They think it's legit. And mm. I saw people in Ireland saying they weren't going to come. They had a flight at 7.30, weren't going to risk the disappointment. People like on the South Coast or wherever this morning saying they weren't going to bother travelling up. Premier League has been an absolute fucking shambles in terms of like these games, whether they're going ahead or not. And then you see the lineups, and I can't see that anybody yeah. was... was. I know like the, the manager wasn't there for Palace, but yeah. all of their players, that seemed like a first-team selection, didn't it? It did, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was one of Ali Goldmates, wasn't it, on Football London last night. Right. I had to hold a snigger in there when I said that. Uh, I don't think that. I think that's journalism at the bo- bottom of the barrel. Um, he kind of because he covers Palace and he said it was off. And right. uh, as as these things do on social media, uh, it kind of uh, snowballed a bit. Yeah, but 
I mean, I'm with you. You know, I know it was Christmas, Christmas Day, and getting a getting some kind of statement out late last night was going to be very, very difficult. But mm. you'd like to think you wake up this morning at half seven, eight o'clock, and the powers to be have had their heads together and saying, "Yeah, it's one or off." I do, I do feel for these guys that, that come in for these games and you know and get there and it's off or et cetera, et cetera. It's because it does seem that the Premier League is and obviously Sky does feel that the fans are at the bottom of the list of uh, people they need to care about, or the stakeholders, I believe, is the uh, is the correct term. Yeah, well, the manager they're meeting midweek as well, didn't they? Conte came out and said he wasn't too impressed and it felt like the Premier League had already made their mind up. And I guess that the Liverpool game was cancelled, wasn't it? That was supposed to be on TV. Mm-hmm. So Spurs were on TV, which is great for us. But um, mm-hmm. I guess that just meant they were like, no, nah, there's no way it's not going ahead. But in the end, it didn't really seem like there was, was much reason for it anyway. And I guess... No. Yeah, with this variant around, I think some people probably are being a bit cautious and thinking maybe I'm not going to go to the football. Some of the older boys are probably looking after themselves and stuff, so mm-hmm. understandable. I agree. But I agree. Still, yeah, still looked like a it was a good atmosphere. It came across on TV. I don't know what it was like in the ground itself. It was um, it was a bit subdued. Um, yeah, I, I got there quite early, um, and yeah, hardly anybody walking up from Seven Sisters, the 15, 20 mm-hmm. minute walk up Seven Sisters. It was it was fairly quiet people so yeah it was um it, it was very subdued and when i actually went out into the stadium bowl you could see yeah a lot a lot of empty seats both to my left which is south stand and then to across to the upper west and the north upper was quite empty i thought yeah. but it was a very subdued atmosphere which, which is to be expected i guess well as you explained yeah until we banged in some goals which was good yeah um, at- as we always do, we look at the lineup, and there wasn't really much change today. The the, the big one, I guess, was um, Tanganga coming in for Davis, and I can't really see any logic behind that, apart from maybe just a bit of rotation, and because Davis seems to be a bit of a, a mainstay these days. He does, yeah. And you can't help but think, oh, okay, Jaffet, yeah, what side is he going to play on? Is it is it going to be him and Wolf again? And after what happened last time, but um, yeah, I was I was kind of we've got a lot of games as everybody can see from schedule. Uh, next yeah. next week or so, so I knew a little bit of rotation. I mean, Jaffe did very well today. He did he he, he did he didn't put a foot wrong in, in my opinion. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, also Lucas to start as well. I thought Stevie B did enough in the last game when he started or when he played to to, to get a start. But um, I think there'll be a bit more. We'll probably talk about Saints at the end. But I think there'll be a bit more rotation. Um, we'll see. Uh, for Southampton, but yeah, uh, I guess Jaffet for um, yeah for Davis is a not a like for like, but the drop off in quality isn't that much, which, which no. is good, which is good. And what about the formation? Because obviously he's been dabbling with the, the you know the three in midfield and, and two up front with Son and Kane, and today he's reverted back to his trusted Hoybier skip defensive midfield partnership and, and gone with um, Mora and, and Son supporting Kane. Does that make sense to you today? Um, for the first 15 minutes, it didn't because we were getting outplayed in the middle. Um, Skip, another really, really fantastic game today. He was, he was everywhere. And I mean, yeah. everywhere. You know, Gallagher is a really, really good talent. I don't care. I don't. I know he's on loan from the Chabs and he's at West Brom last last season, but he, he's a very, very good midfielder. Kiate is a powerhouse. He is yeah. huge for a midfielder. He's like Sissoko. Yeah, he's, he's really, really good. He's he, you, you give him like a yard, he's going to come through you. Um, and I thought, yeah, the three versus two for the first 15, 20 minutes before we got hold of the ball and started imposing our kind of like way of playing and our kind mm-hmm. of systems of play, um, we were getting bossed and Skip and, and Hoiberg. Hoiberg, I think, is dropped off a little bit. Maybe we can talk about it in a minute. But 
yeah, that first fifteen minutes, it was it was three versus two, and Skip had to get through a lot of work to try and yeah. you know, to try and hold them back. I think it was in the first five minutes, and we we're trying to play it out defence, and um, Skip asked for the ball, and then he was very quickly closed down. Ball got knocked yeah. out, and I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. we need to do something about this, or this could you know this could be a very difficult game. But you know the way it progressed, it wasn't. I think um, Conte said after the match that he thought we started a bit slowly, and I think it was. It was just we were trying to figure it out, and, and Palace started a bit brighter than us, didn't they? They did, yeah. I mean, I've, I've said before that we, we, we do, under Conte ball, we do seem to start uh, quite slowly against some of these kind of middle, can you say middle tier? Is that the right, the right word? Mm. The middle, yeah, those, those, those kind of like middle, middle-ish teams. But I think it's almost a, a hangover from, from the, you know, from Nuno, to be honest. Yeah. I think, hopefully, it's another thing that Conte is going to address. It's almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, okay, let, let's just sort, it's like we've done no scouting. It's like these are 11 players in front of us. We don't know how they're going to play. Let's mm. give it 10, 15 minutes and um, see what they're going to do. Um, yeah, I've said, as I said before, uh, we, we start slight. I just, I do wish we'd go from the get go. You know, mm. I don't, I, maybe, you know, atmosphere is flat, ground is two thirds full. Um, Palace, you know, not all that to be honest, but it'd be nice to like not even give a team a sniff in the first 10 15 minutes and as you say, go from the get go. But, um, yeah, we grew into it after 15 20 minutes and uh, yeah, start and what, what once we kind of like started to like you know, kind of like yeah, hit the width a bit more, um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the uh, forward front players were coming more into midfield and we started to get our passing patterns together, it started to click a bit more, which was good. Yeah, it did. And I think, yeah, the width was very important today and it, it kind of became more important as, as the game wore on because obviously Zaha went off, which meant that, you know, Royale after his first game against Palace where he was given a hard time against Zaha, he must have been quite pleased when he mm. went off because it just allowed our, our full-backs or our wing-backs to get forward more, I felt, with, you know, less worry about mm. being exposed at the back. But And the ball um, through to to Lucas for the assist was, was from Royal, wasn't it? Yeah, first time hit it on the, hit it on the, hit it on the half turn and played him straight in. Really, really nice kind of weighted pass, kind of yeah. curled into his path and yeah, bosh, in we go. I thought it was a little bit too hard to start with, but then when you realise it's Lucas and he is pretty rapid and it just ran onto it perfectly, didn't he? He is so quick. Yeah, the, the when you see it live, like, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. His feet is like quick. We call it ground contact time when you hit the ground, and you you he's just like his feet are literally kind of like every time he, he touches the ground, he's like it's almost like he's accelerating more. Son is very very similar as well. The acceleration mm. up to that point is very very good, and they maintain that top speed. Lucas out of the blocks, I would maintain he's probably he's got the best acceleration in house. Yeah. And it was good because I think for that, that the first half an hour, we had a few chances where we were breaking and it seems to be the way we're playing now where we're, we're quite happy to kind of give up a little bit of possession to the opposition. And then it's all about whether we can, you know, what we can do on the break. And I thought we just, it just wasn't quite clicking for us. But then that, it was just great, wasn't it? One ball down the wing, he runs onto it, finds Kane. And not the greatest of finishes, but just hard. It <laughs> just yeah. hard, wasn't it? It's good, it good high for the goalie, wasn't it? The goalie, it, it, yeah. if, if you're a goalie, you fancy that. You fancy, like, if I get a strong hand on it, it's going to go off to the right. Um, but uh, yeah, the, as you say, the build up to that and... Uh, yeah, it's it's almost like as soon as we got the ball, Kane was on the on his bike, and in it, and that's what we talk about, like patterns of play. You see it with Klopp, you especially see it with um, you see it with um, Pep at, at City. It's almost like A is get the ball, B and C knows exactly what's going to happen, and mm. they're away, um, which is which is really good to see. But um, Kane did Kane did well today. 
I thought Kane Kane did all right. He he was non-existent for the first five ten minutes, and then probably you know, longer. Do you think so? Yeah, I didn't think he was on the ball too much at all to start with. No. I mean, he was doing stuff, but it's just he wasn't getting chances, was he? And I think no. the first chance that he did get, he's banged it in the back of the net. But I also think he 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 takes. I mean, if you watch his movement and when yeah, he comes yeah. towards the ball, and then that leaves that space behind the centre back follows him. If Anders, if like Anderson or one of the centre backs follow him, then there's a space there. I mean, we saw it with Simon of Jose, but he. I mean, his movement. I mean, he always does take one or two players, and I think. Yeah, there's not much, but there's not many better than him with his back to the ball. If you watch us in the stadium, there is a massive hole in the midfield. Now that mm. sounds weird, but there's normally no one in the centre circle. It's it's yeah. really strange because all of our forwards are up against their defenders, and then one of them will trigger and come into the midfield, and then everybody moves. Everybody moves, and then but it all relies on that one person triggering it, and also their first touch with their back to the ball. Normally, it's Kane. It's getting like to be Son sometimes as well. Lucas not so much, and he turns and goes at you. But it's it. Kane does a lot of that kind of like he he starts over. some of the stuff today. I mean, some of the stuff literally kind of on the turn on the half turn and straight away out to Reggie or out to Royale. I mean, they've got so much. Our fullbacks have so much space, and yeah. we 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 take such a long time to get the ball. And Kane, when he comes into that kind of ten position between the between the Arpo DM and the centre back and he gets that space, he, he he spreads it straight away and we're away, which yeah. is uh which is good to see. Probably heard a door go smash in the background. I did tell my family, look, I'm in studio. Don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you, you were, the studio was that is that your mum and dad's greenhouse? It's a, yeah, exactly. It's the study. And I've got the squeakiest chair. I don't know if so if you can hear that cheese heads, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to move at all because it is the squeakiest chair. <laughs> Make it sound like some kind of hound of the Baskervilles type thing that you I mean my study. <laughs> I am smoking a pipe, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway, so so very quickly after that goal, we got the second, wasn't it? Hardly had time to watch the replays yeah. uh, at my end. And again, Royal involved. It was a bit like the thing from Lucas. He starts that move off, but the thing that got me was yeah. just how much he wanted that. I can't. Yeah. Who was the defender? Was it? Um, it was Anderson. He actually Anderson ball, does Anderson out of the way. Yeah, he's just like Anderson is is. Six three six four. He's a unit, and like I know he he's is. a good defender. We're he's a very him. good defender. He's he, oh, he's come back today, but it's yeah. Sanchez gets. I mean, you get some people saying that it should have. It shouldn't have even gone to uh, Lucas. It should have been into like Sonny, who was unmarked in in the middle of the goal. Mm. Fair point, but I mean, yeah, Lucas just like absolutely just just went. through. Up power, yeah. We know he's we know he's, he's vertical leap is prodigious. We, we yeah. I say that all the time. He's normally getting to corners when we're defending corners the other end. He's just like he's a bullet header, and like Anderson, just I don't know if he knows he's there or what, but he just gets like knocked vertical. And it, yeah. I don't think he had a clue. Great. I think Lucas great, just great ball pelted into the box and just let his great momentum. Goal. Then he leapt and got right on the end of it. Because the thing is, he had that he had a chance from a header. We do say he's good in the air as well, but he had that chance yeah. for a glancing header not too long before. And I don't know whether you would have seen it from where you were sat, but like it was very close. And it but it seemed like a chance that you really should have put away. Was that the one from Reggie on the left hand side? And he, yeah, he exactly. It. And he, and and he, he glanced it, it just. Just wide of the far post. He was doing the right thing because the keeper yeah. didn't wouldn't have had a chance. But the fact yeah. that he just he was taking no chances the second time around, absolutely smashed in the back of it, and that was um that was great to see. And then the game kind of was all over about three minutes later because Zaha like oh, on the yeah. commentary, Genis the first one was soft. Like Sanchez is clearly making a big deal out of him because he's kind of touched his calf. There's nothing, and it's a little bit late. But there's nothing really malicious. It's a little bit late. 
and I would say that's a warning. Maybe a yellow is 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 difficult. But then you know, it's so stupid what he does after because mm. Genesis was going. I don't think Eva's a yellow. But the thing is, you're on a yellow, yeah. and he's made Sanchez put the ball out, and then decided to sort of barge him and throw him at the same time. At the same time. It's just completely unnecessary. And then he's complaining, like, insanely, just saying, I haven't done it. You know what I mean? There's nothing mm. wrong with that. It's clearly a yellow card. So, right, first one may be a bit soft, but mm. he's got no excuses, has he, for that, really? Uh, no, no. It, it was <laughs> it was weird seeing Wolf today. It was like, you, you know, you, you, as, um, sorry, as many of you know, I live, I live in South London, I live in Brixton, and it's about 15 minutes away from Crystal Palace. So yeah. I, I, I came down the tube with a load of Palace fans, uh, tonight on the, way, on the way back home and quite a lot of them are a little bit sick of Wolf now they, mm. they don't know what they're getting with him anymore which is a real shame because he's a talent but he's a predict I mean talent talent by its very nature is hard to manage we, we all know that but yeah. it's like you either get a 8 or a 9 out of 10 or you get a 3 there's never a 6 and a half or a 7 Wolf today I thought Sanchez handled him and physically did handle him very very well mm. a lot he was right in front of us in on the on the on the lower east side first half um there's a little bit of back and forward with uh, the first couple of rows i don't know if you see it on the tv but yeah, probably don't but wolf turns around just gives like somebody in, in um in shelf lower some some, some verbals and that's it everybody's just on his back then for the next five ten minutes you know every time we'd like slip or something like that he'd get wound up and we'd be on his back and stuff like this okay so yeah he he, he wasn't at the races today but he won't but he wasn't given a chance after their opening 10 15 minutes i mean i thought sanchez played him really really well i'd like to say with a sending off as well that larry's come flying over and got emerson royale out the way because emerson royale was just like it was in Will's face straight away, um, you know, like try to push him and like grab his arm and stuff like this. And obviously, you know, we all know we, we don't want to go down to 10 as well. So there was there was some good captaincy going on there as well. But yeah, it's interesting to hear Palace fans saying like, you know, yeah, they, they miss Elise, but they want Elise back. And yeah, they'd rather like sacrifice Will for Elise and stuff like this. And they can't yeah. wait for Eze to come back as well. It's, 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 it's very strange, but yeah, um, he was stupid today, Wolf. He got he got wound up and he got he got the he got the he let he let the fans get to him and uh, yeah, which was a little bit kind of you know maybe after what happened with Jaffet last season, maybe you know maybe maybe karma does exist. Maybe it does. Yeah, I think that's the thing. He do, he just seems a little bit hot headed, and because he's competitive as well, you know. Every the yeah. thing is whenever he feels like he's got fouled and he doesn't get a free kick, I've never seen mm. anybody moan so much about it. And mm-hmm. it feels like he just always thinks it's an injustice against him. And he just lost it today. Like He yeah. couldn't accept that he'd got the, the second yellow going off. And even then in the tunnel, he's not kicking off, but he's, you can see that he's still you know, visibly really unhappy about it. And um, yeah, I don't know with Zaha. I just don't think he delivers enough. He's obviously a very exciting player, but I've never mm-hmm. wanted him at Spurs all the time. Every no. season he's been linked. Certainly not for the sort of money they were talking about. No. I mean... Yeah, he's he's a, he's a very he's a very very big fish in a very 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 small pond. Yeah, mm. Palace. We know at United he couldn't handle it. Maybe United was a bit too early in his career. Even mm. if he moved now or he went to an Arsenal, even a West Ham, who arguably are bigger than I can't believe I'm saying that than Palace. But you know he he's yeah he's he's just too comfortable. I mean, the fans saying that tonight to say go back to what I was saying on on the tube. It's like mm. you know there is no one there to like really push him. Then they don't think Vieira is strong enough to drop him, which maybe is what he needs. Yeah, 
you might be right, or, or be yeah. sold because they seem to have a fairly decent scouting system at the moment, getting some interesting young players in. Um, and then the third goal, I mean, a lot of our stuff came, most of it came down the right today, didn't it? A lot came of our good play. I mean, yeah. Reggie was getting balls in as well. Let's, let's not, I mean, both of our fullbacks, mm. uh, wingbacks today were getting in plenty of crosses, mm. which is good to see. That's clearly mm. what we're trying to do more and more with this three at the back. It makes perfect sense. Um, and they were getting involved. But, you know, the, and then the goal again, it's skipped, kind of lays off a nice ball. Um, that ball across from Lucas was was great yeah. to Sonny. A slight hint that, maybe offside, but wasn't given. And then Sun just, just clips in. Very nice goal. That weight of pass from Skip out to the right is what made that goal. You, mm. if you, I think a couple of people used to say about people like Lamella and stuff, if he, you know, if he's a much better player when he doesn't think and he doesn't have too much time on the ball. He just does something instinctively. I think um, if you just say, right, this is the ball, and that's what Skip Skip gave him no option. Just like put it in front of him, you're going to run onto it, and you're going to you know, put it into the middle, put it straight into put it straight into the middle, and yeah, very instinctive from from people. And yeah, it was a deft little touch as well. No, I mean the VAR in, in the ground. It, it took a little while. It was it was tight. Was it? It was tight. I haven't seen yeah. it. I haven't seen it. Was it was tight. Okay. Okay. Did you? We, but, we, we, was it like? tight tight or was it kind of like you know was it did they get the lines out or was it well this is the thing they don't do that on tv anymore i find football so weird now it's almost like that var era just never happened do you know what I mean? right. it's like i know they still go to var but it's almost like they were so obsessed with showing you exactly what we're seeing so we didn't get frustrated lines would come out you'd see them all being drawn in you know yeah. almost in real time now you see nothing it's just not even a really decent replay with so you could you could tell but it just did they show you like, no replays whatsoever i should know that yeah. i'm watching our football but no, they did show it. They showed a replay and you looked like Sun was just there, just maybe in front of the defender. But it was difficult to tell whether Lucas was in front or behind him. It was all very tight. But anyway, good ball, good finish. Keeper couldn't really do anything about it. Could it? Yeah, yeah. Nice touch. Not, yeah, mm. Pace was good. Skip today, I thought, was it's beginning to progress now, isn't he? Skip is beginning to, dare I say, even go more kind of like, you know, not box to box as such, but he's starting to be a bit more progressive and a bit more oh definitely it's just getting into the box taking shots getting involved being on the edge of the box trying to thread past it. yeah a little swipe today with his right foot and it, it curled away i think he cut across mm. it i think he was trying to i think he was trying to start in the middle of the goal and end up kind of top bins but it it kind of like it just feared away off to the corner flag but um mm. yeah i mean he's you find himself on that edge of the deep and yeah what is he five nine five eight and he's always the last guy when we've got a corner, and he's he's you know and he, he he's 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 trusted to like look out if the ball comes out. Um, Skip's going to be the one there mopping up at the back, and you know yeah. what is he nineteen twenty? He's he's and I just I, I mean you you're from that area. I watched I watched all of Norwich's games when he went on loan because he was on loan, and yeah. you can see that he's 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 got all the tools. He's got all the tools. I can't, he's got to be one of the first on the, on the team sheet. He was superb yeah. today, tackling, forward passing as well, mopping up at the back as well. And he's he's not scared now to get in the ref's ear a little bit today. Not moan, but say, look, watch that, watch that, watch that, and have a chat about yeah. this. It's good. Very mature, very mature. No, I think he's a smart lad as well. So you know, it bodes well for the team yeah. to have him in it, definitely, 100%. Definitely. But I still think we need somebody else in there to support him. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? After Hoybier, when he joined, everyone was kind of seeing him as, as the you know the greatest greatest thing that we'd signed in years, and, you know, perfect for what we needed. And now he's kind of playing second fiddle to Skip almost, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to see for Skip, I suppose. But um, I definitely think we need some more options in there. Um, who else do you think had a good game? I thought Royal, again, I think he's, he's <laughs> after being unconvinced 
convinced in by his first sort of month or so. Mm-hmm. You know, the last few, well, basically since Conte's taken over, I think he's just looked progressively better and better as the games have gone on. I think he was talking in the press this week, or, or, or some quotes came out about he's been having some like extra one on one with Conte telling him basically, like, this is what you do, take a step back, don't go there yet, time the run here, time the run. You, look, mm. you can see he's like, he's getting, you know, some, some extra coaching because obviously the fullbacks are so important to Conte ball, but, um, no, he was good today. He was good today. He he reminds me a little bit um, of uh, Walker, as in like he's beginning to learn that he can't get the ball all the time, and he has to be mm. patient. And um, that's it. I mean, it's just down to Conte coaching and and just telling it and ju- and just you know kind of like molding him like a piece of clay into in, into what he wants. And um, he still can't go past the player. He's never going to have that trick. So he's going to have to time his runs to a place where. You know, as I was trying to say five minutes ago, that he has no option to put the ball in first time because when it slows up, he's never going to go down the outside. Yeah, okay. Mitch Mitchell was a good was a good defender today, but yeah, you know, I don't think he got done once. I, I I just can't see Emerson Royale being that person who takes somebody on the outside and whips in a ball to the back stick and and, no. and it goes. I, I can't see that. So it's all about timing and then basically giving them no option to put the ball in straight away. Mm. it's the thing he's he, he's not slow but you're right he's not quick at the same time and there was a moment in the first half where he kind of cut inside took on a man and then he was being tracked by someone else and he just kind of kept hold of it I was like mate you need to get rid of it he's gonna, and he did he got tackled and I think mm. it's again that was a walker attribute in his early days as well because he was so quick he just thought well no one's going to catch up with me and occasionally somebody did and I was just mm. it's just little things like that which he just needs to get out of his game but again we forget just how young he is him and Reggie and you kind of look at uh, this defence we've got now and there's some good young talent in there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you've got Dyer as well, who, apart from the last game where he obviously made a pretty big blunder, he's, mm-hmm. he's been solid this year. And, and mm-hmm. then when you've got Romero to come back, again, I still think we could do with another defender. Like this squad, although it was completely lambasted by fans at the start of the season and under, under Nuno, you can see that just a decent manager is, is getting some results out of it. It's not as bad as everyone thought. No, no, no one near. Nowhere near. It was, mm. um, yeah. There are a little bit. Of, there, there are some players there from, you know, early Pochettino that might need to that might need to go. Definitely, um, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, let, let's not beat around the bush. There are, you are. There are people like your Harry Winks that do need to go uh, for their own for their own sake as well as as the clubs. Um, but it's just. I mean, we're talking about Ben Davis being a mainstay for back three. <laughs> you know, top six side, uh, top five side, top four. If we win their games in hand, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, this is this is this is one of the elite man manager coaches that has a system, um, and you know, through the back with two wide players and two holding or a holding midfielder, and and he makes it work. He ma- mm. he makes it work, and you know, these players probably think we are not going to get another chance with with an elite coach. I mean, a player must think right, an elite coach that. Yeah, this is the pinnacle that I'm going to get all unless I move to, you know, a Liverpool or a, maybe a Bayern or, or or maybe a maybe a PSG or someone like that. I might work with like better coaches, but you know, when you've got Conte and his his army of people with him, you just think this is as good as it gets. I've got to, mm. I've got to level up here, and um, yeah, they have this 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 squad with a couple of like you know with a couple of as you say and a midfielder. Don't know if I can get Saar. In early, I mean, he's doing really well in the French league right now. I don't mm. know if we can get him early, but you're right. Just another midfielder, another another forward, 
maybe maybe another centre back. I, I think Rodon's time won't come at Spurs, unfortunately. Mm. Um, you know, and obviously we've got to we've got to we've got to get Larice on on a on a year or a two year deal. But it, it's not as bad as he's making out. It's not as bad, you know. If if if, if you have a figurehead and you have a tuning fork like Antonio Conte. He's gonna get. He's gonna get a tune out. Of him. He is. I mean, we are playing some half decent stuff. We yeah. are. We are playing some half decent stuff. You can see, you know, what he's beginning to try and do, which which is great. Which, which is yeah. all down to him and his coaching team. And not to forget Ryan Mason. I mean, Mason's in there as well. You know, he's in the trenches with him. So, well done, Ryan yeah. Mason. Well, he's probably learning some stuff as well. But yeah. but you're right. I mean, if you've got players like Winks who had a good game not too long ago, you've got Delhi who's improved, yeah. Bergvine yeah. scored and is looking a bit sharper. You've got Ndombele even maybe. I, I know you brought him on today. I'm not too sure what's going to happen with him, but Lacelso <coughs> looks like the one. I know he's had injuries and stuff, but he looks like the one whose time at Spurs might be over. We can get some money for him. But it just changed, doesn't it? It's, it's amazing that mm. Conte's come in and made us change our mind about a few players and also just realise that this squad probably isn't as bad as we all thought it was. Um, saying that, <laughs> January's going to be one hell of a tough month. So by the end of it, we might have changed that mind. I think Paratici, I'll probably talk about this near the time, but I think with Paratici, because obviously Nuno was a Paratici choice, I don't think I don't think Paratici can afford to get this window wrong. No. Um, he's in he's in deep shit if he gets this wrong. If, if, if players that he thinks are going to come in from an Italian league or players are going to go out you know, to Newcastle or, or wherever who, need, who needs players if they mm. if, if we don't see you know some outgoings I would say board incomings then you know the heat is on Paratici and his little friend Steve Hitchin as well no I agree would you think this the rumours this week that Kane might be considering signing a contract it kind of makes sense it didn't work it out from his move to Man City doesn't look like they're going to put up the money and no. you know gets, gets no. the plunder can't they he does yeah and, and obviously um, yeah, there's a few more strikers on the market this summer. Hoyland, Lewandowski wants a new wants a new um, wants a new challenge. Um, so yeah, the market isn't what it was uh, summer uh, of this year. So what do I think of that? Um, I'd love it. I'd love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I can't handle seeing Kane in another Premier League another Premier League club shirt. I can't. I can't see it. I I I, I would hate it. I would hate it. Where have those rumours come from? Have they come from anybody decent? Hmm. <laughs> no. Well, you know. Is it the same guy who said the game was off last night? <laughs> yeah, was it, was exactly. It Unreliable sources. But no, yeah. I mean, there's, there seems to be a lot of talk. But it's that thing, isn't it? It's so hard to understand what is real and what isn't, in, hmm. certainly in social media these days, because blue ticks are still quite happy to print anything that they think will get them a load of uh, traffic, don't they? So it's yep. like, I don't know. If there was ever a journalist out there that only really gave you 100% facts, um, it'd be great, but that just doesn't exist. So I don't know. But it makes sense to me. It really does. And I think, yeah. what was he? He's only about like 30 goals away from Jimmy Greaves' record now. I just, like I said, I think that, I think that record, staying broken. Yeah, I think that record means a bit to him. I do. I, I, I disagree that I think he, he would leave the club. Uh, not wink, want, not caring about that record. I do mm. think, um, I mean, that's, that is a massive achievement from a lad from North London, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that, I think that record means a bit to him. He looks, he just looks happier. He looks more lively. Um, you know, he's he's becoming a bit more kind of animated. Um, you know, he's he's moving a bit more than the whip for the penalty box. Um, mm. Yeah, and he's he's getting in good positions. He's, and he's, he's scoring goals. Most and importantly, he's, and, he, and he's scoring goals. Yeah, yeah. Be all right. Be all right. Be good to see him stay. It would be be lovely to see him stay. Yeah, definitely. Well, 
But the next game's coming thick and fast, two days away mm. from Southampton, and what a result they got today against West Ham. Oh, <laughs> oh West Ham, mate. Don't we all feel sorry for West Ham? No, no, we don't. <laughs> Almost wish I was back in Stratford today so I could go for a last walk you know, around, around the stadium after the game. See loads of unhappy West Ham fans. They're on a terrible run now. And um yeah, I, I, still, I don't know, having not seen the game, not seen the highlights or anything, but to score three goals against West Ham is um is pretty decent. And Southampton yeah. haven't actually been that great this year. They're, they're kind of yeah. middling, aren't they, as always? I think Hassanut was kind of stalled a bit. I mean, I was very yeah. impressed with him. Um, I, think he's, I think he's done well to get uh, Livermento, the guy uh, from Chelsea at fullback. Oh, yeah. Cole could be his over. He's done quite well. Um, I still think I still think he's I still think we could do a job with change Will Prowse in in our midfield. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean that was a, that, that was a lovely that was a lovely uh result today, which uh yeah, which uh, it's nice to see them in free uh, in in uh, in free fall, which is good. Mm. This guy this this guy Broger up front for Southampton, he looks alright as well. He looks like he's got a bit of something about him as well. So it's not yeah. gonna be it's not, it's not gonna be a gimme. Um yeah, a couple of days. It's good, yeah, it's, it's it's going to be interesting because what on the wings they play Redmond and Walcott, don't they? And well, yeah. <laughs> you won't get a Spurs fan saying that Walcott's any good. No. So you know you've got Royal up against Walcott and Walker Peters, which yeah. you think about it. We and you know I guess we'll be playing Bergvine or Lucas on that side. You can see it's causing problems there. And like you said, the Livermento look, looks half decent, but again, Sun up against him and. Well, they're centre backs. What Bednar reckon? Salasu, Bednar. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Romeo right. covering, covering, covering in front. They're not yeah. a bad team, but it's just with Southampton. I just feel like it's such a mix because last year they mm. they had a good result and then they just got spanked by like eight goals or whatever it was, nine yeah. goals. Yeah, um, they're just very inconsistent. They are. I think. I think we'll win. I know it's an away game. I think. I think we'll go there and win. It's not going to be easy. Um, Changes from today, I think Davis come back in. I wouldn't be surprised to see Steven Bergwine um, start instead of... I know he had a good game today, Lucas, but mm. Steven Bergwine is now looking even bigger on his bottom half, if you don't want me saying so. <laughs> um, he looks more confident. He's demanding the ball. He's dropping the spaces. He's turning the ball and he's running at, he's running at DMs and he's running at centre-backs. Um, mm. Wasn't it nice to see Conte take Kane off today after 60 minutes? What do you think of that? Well, that was it. I think I tweeted about it. It's just like, it's nice to have a manager that's that's thinking, right, I've got a game in two days. This yeah. Palace aren't getting back into this. I'll take mm. Kane off with half an hour to spare. I was yeah. amazed. And then have and like a... Re- the clock. <laughs> just to double check. I was like, hang on. Yeah. And then having a, re- a revitalised Stevie B, who's, who's a live wire, um, can run with a ball. And yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? It, it, it was good. But um, yeah, yeah so I don't, I don't, I, I see one or two changes at most. I don't, I don't go with the. Uh, I think he'll keep the double pivot, even though Hoiberg is off it a little bit. But Hoiberg's old, old, um, old side up against Romelu and Will Prowse probably. Um, yeah, I think I think well enough to scrape a one 0 or even even a two 0 which, which I'll be delighted about. Which would be, which would be great because obviously the Arsenal games been cancelled or been postponed. Excuse me. So. Um, track a bit more you know, catch up a bit more with them so that'd be nice yeah that's the thing games in hands it's all great but it does mean you have to win them doesn't it so it's like yeah. you look like you're in a strong position and you need to catch up actually on yeah. them on paper but just looking at Southampton's wins this year and it's not actually they've beat Leeds they've beaten Watford Villa mm-hmm. um, is that it oh and then obviously West Ham today So and they've drawn they've drawn quite a lot and then lost 
a lot of games this season. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an opportunity, and um, I hope it's one of those ones where they've they've completely um, blown their loan today. <laughs> they haven't got anything left when we go there in two days. But well, that's pretty. They've pretty. They've gone pretty kind of for full full strength today, haven't they? I mean. Mm. Maybe, yeah, Elanusi for Armstrong, maybe, would be, yeah, kind of a, a change I might have made. Yeah, Shadams, I think, is shit. So I don't think Shadams is, is a big miss, um, to be honest. Um, I mean, this kid, Diala, this young kid they've got up front, he, he seems to be rapid and, you know, he, he might start instead of Walcott. But I think they've gone pretty full, pretty full strength today, thinking... You know they can get a result, so I don't, I don't, I don't see them changing much. So hopefully, yeah, you're right. They'll be uh, fatigued and a little bit, kind of a little bit sore and a bit tired when we yeah. play them in a couple of days. Absolutely. And just looking at the table now, it makes glorious viewing. We have climbed above West Ham. We are one point ahead, two games in hand, as I predicted, and I predict <laughs> this will continue for the rest of the season. <laughs> Top stuff. How are you thinking about the rest? Of- How are you thinking? Well, I'm not. I did. I think we said in, in I was in the last pod with with Seb, and he said, "What do I think about top four? And I kind of said, it "Depends. It depends what we do in January." I still think we could do with one or two players to help the squad out, improve the general standard. The depth is still not fantastic, but mm. yeah, I just I still think like Man United is it, it, going to be difficult. Arsenal are on good form. I know they spanked a pretty bad Norwich side today, but yeah. West Ham, I think, are going to collapse. And I do think Arsenal will at some point as well. And like, you, you can just feel it at Spurs now. The Conte revolution, something mm-hmm. is happening. It's it's clear that we're playing better in every single aspect of our game has improved. The work rate, like just the general quality, you know, the savviness of the team. And, and we look, you know, we're having so many more shots on target. That's the main thing. Like you're not going to win football yeah. matches if you don't take shots and we're getting in those positions. And and as well, we look like they didn't have a shot on target today. Lloris did nothing. And I know like most of their threat was gone after 37 minutes, but they did nothing today. And I think in every aspect of the, of the game, I bet you if you looked at all the metrics, they've improved across the board. So uh, 60% possession, 60% yeah. possession today, 40. We had 17 shots, which was six were on target. They had four shots, zero on target. Um, we had four corners and we had 16 fouls always against us. Yep. Yep. It's, there you go. It's pretty good. Pretty good, can't, yeah. You're right, the Conto revolution. And I, I mean, I look forward to now to seeing this play, which is you know, I, I get a bit, oh, I always get a buzz, but it's really good coming out of Seven Sister Tube. And you pop up, and it's like you know, put your headphones in, 20 minute walk up the high street. It's, it's good to go to football, it's good because we're we're competing, and that's all you ever want from your team, isn't it? To compete, and exactly uh, that, yeah, yeah, it's good, good, it's good, good things. 2020, 2022, cheeseheads. It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> right, Jesus. Um, look out for um, the lads on the YouTube channel. I've got no idea what they're doing. I haven't spoken to Corner for a few days because <laughs> of Christmas and whatever, but I'm sure there's going to be a YouTube uh, preview or review or something. Bren will be back, assuming he's down the beach today, so assuming he's not got too much of a hangover that lasts a couple of days. Um, he'll be back to review the Southampton game. Um, I might pop up on that as well from sick of my family by then. Who knows? Um, so look out for all of that. <laughs> and um, let me say thank you, Mr. Muir, for joining. This is the second time we've just done like Mano O Mano, isn't it? The two of us in our in our but, studies in our squeaky chairs. And um, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry about the coughing. If uh, it makes some of the coughing makes the edit, I'm, I'm, I've got a little bit of a, a hangover from the from the uh, the Omicron. But um, sorry, Omicron. But um, 
thanks for getting this far and uh, yeah thanks for having me it's been good it's been very good actually top stuff all right cheeseheads thanks as always for listening um if you've not subscribed to your podcast provider then please do and uh, sign up to all of our socials and until next time come on you spurs come on you spurs sports social podcast network for the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase it's a culture and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe for the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.